0: It is for Time! Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, friends and rivals. Welcome to our table. My name is Jared, and with me is the graceful, brave, bold, wise, and fearless friend, Ian. Wow, that's me. That's you. We will be your hosts for the podcast. We are honored that you have joined us at our table. Here at the Game Table Podcast, we take a look at various board, card, and other tabletop games. We give an overview, provide our somewhat finely crafted thoughts, all in an attempt to give you an idea of how well it would fit for you and your table. Today, we will be looking at Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid, designed by Jonathan Ying, with art done by Daniel Mora, and published by Renegade Game Studios. Power Rangers
1: Heroes of the Grid is a 2-5 to player cooperative beat-up-the-bad-guys game. You take the role of one of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and work together to defeat Rita and her evil monsters. Time to bring out our teenage attitude and defeat this review. Well, Jared, Power Rangers. Yes. The... Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Um, so I have I one, what was there's there okay, so there's a lot of different Power Rangers. All right, let's
0: not get too excited. There's a lot even of, though we're both going crazy over this one. There are a lot of different Power Rangers.
1: And so which one did you which one did you watch?
0: All right. So I am an OG okay. fan. OG. I was born in nineteen eighty nine, which means as a young boy. I was in the prime age to be brainwashed <laughs> and overcome with terrible special effects of awesomeness <laughs> at the ripe old age of four, <laughs> where I was introduced to Power Rangers, and I haven't looked back since. Haven't ha,
1: has not looked back. Uh, so I uh, I grew up on Power Rangers in space mostly. I watched all of them. Power Rangers in space, though, my favorite ranger was Andros, the Red Ranger from space. Okay. And so there was just something about it, man. And man, yeah. So growing up, I watched so much of that and we had it recorded on VHS tapes from, from live, whatever. Um, and so I would watch the reruns over and over and over again and then yep. eventually moved on to Lost Galaxy. But I did, as it was aired on TV, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the OGs, were put on. I, I didn't have those recorded, so I'd have to watch those live when they were being re, having a rerun. Sure. Um, so what was your favorite Ranger?
0: Oh, Jason, the Red Ranger. Jason, the He Red was Ranger. the coolest. I I remember having an action figure of Jason the Red Ranger. Yep. I remember uh we had I don't even remember the name of it, but we would go down to the local video store, <laughs> rent a Power Rangers uh, battle game for Sega Genesis. Oh my gosh! Yes, and that game is I awesome. Would, I would play that game for days. That game is awesome. I, dude, I was sold on that game The original group
1: was the coolest game ever. Like, absolutely the coolest. I do remember. Um, uh, yes, from the I do I did like Jason. I was more of a Tommy fan. Um, that was like because he kind of transcends like so many different. Um, he
0: is power rangers like
1: he is power rangers yes and as uh as this um episode will release for for everyone uh, it'll be the 30th anniversary for um for power rangers on august 28th august so 28th
0: i think we're dropping this uh, about a week and a half after mm-hmm. that anniversary but yeah it's yeah. it's been 30 years man
1: yes 30 years and rest in peace uh jason david frank yeah. who who played uh tommy uh, Oliver in the show um, for many years, not even just in the Mighty Morphin series, but through Turbo and Zio and yeah, he loved it. I mean, he went all the way up into m- recent episodes. He's been part of the Power Rangers uh, IP and franchise for for as it's spanned across many different companies. Um, as it, it, anyway, uh, it, it's been that was I think this past year, um, and so. Uh, rest in peace, um, Jason David Frank, and we love him. He he created the um, really the memories that I have so much. I I remember Power Rangers in space, but going back and looking at and, and watching some of the other older episodes of Power Rangers, he's just so prominent and just he is the Power Ranger, and yeah. and so even looking at all these other um, shows that they've kind of developed over the years he he's the one that stands strong so um anyway so for those that haven't watched power rangers this will be an interesting episode for you but please stay tuned uh uh we do love some power rangers and we love this game um it's a it's a very it's a cooperative game and um what's the max player count again
0: so in the base game it's five okay uh this was like this game I, I had actually given up on doing Kickstarter games for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And when Renegade brought this game to Kickstarter, I was like, well, I'm suckered back okay, in. Nice. So uh, there are a variety of expansions at this point. They are You can rest assured that they are going to go through pretty much everything that they can in this right. series to get out as many rangers as they can to get them into your hands for your money. <laughs> um, but... I, I, Needless to say, from the Kickstarter, I have enough that you can play with six. Yeah. Uh, pretty easily. Yeah.
1: So, so,
0: um, so
1: when Power Rangers came out in nineteen ninety three, yep, uh, it was actually uh, put up by Fox Kids. Yeah, crazy. enough. I don't even know what that is anymore.
0: We're just throwing around things that don't exist. I know, like yeah. VHSs, <laughs> Sega Genesis. Like these things aren't real anymore. <laughs> these are not real to the modern
1: modern child, I guess. Um, It was originally done in Japan, uh, Super Sentai, um, and uh, Saban, Saban's Power Rangers is what everybody knows now today, but he kind of worked with uh, the people in Japan and developed the show. They stole a lot of the videos, the action scenes of the monsters, and even the Power Rangers were all... Japanese cuts that they took and they brought it over to America and what they did is they used American actors to do um, the dialogue and then the story is different than the Japanese model but uh, it was taken in that way and, and they used a lot of those cuts so it, it is very
0: hard to watch sometimes it is so cheesy but you know man <laughs> at the time nobody cared no not no. not a care in the world yep and you know
1: here's a funny funny fact do you know did you know that Disney owned Power Rangers at one point. I did know that, yes. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I know. Disney's Di- owned everything at Disney, some point. Disney, they sold out though. They sold out in 2010. They owned it for uh, ten almost 10 years um, and Saban bought it back from them and has made it his own thing as
0: as he moves forward. But Still waiting on that cinematic universe. I, I know, right? <laughs> I hold out very little hope, but hope nonetheless. So did I, I remember the,
1: the biggest memory for me of, of Power Rangers is the movie which came out and i had it on vhs yes. did you see it in theaters i did i okay. didn't get to go to theaters and see that how was that experience
0: dude it was everything <laughs> when they when they okay so when a tv show is given an actual budget for a movie yeah that opening scene where they're just kicking the crap out <sighs> of people oh it's so good that movie
1: is trash i but... don't
0: care <laughs> i don't i i
1: but it's so good. I don't care. It's I don't good. remember
0: when that came out. I it don't was, know how it came how old out. came out in
1: nineteen ninety five. Ninety five. I was just. I was a month
0: old. I was, I was a six. Month, I was a month old, and it, I loved it. And I, I and I, I remember d- getting it on VHS, <laughs> and we, oh, I'd watch it all the time. <laughs> we had it on VHS when I was yeah
1: like five, and I ran it to the ground. I, it probably doesn't even work. How many how many times I I ran it, and then. It was followed by a second movie, uh, the Power Rangers Turbo movie. Yes. Um, which I actually did enjoy too. I had that on VHS also. And uh, it was fine. It was, you know, it was a fun little experience. I didn't watch much Turbo though. So, but uh, yeah, yeah 19- Turbo was really bad. 1995, 20th Century Fox. Look at there. that's <laughs> It's meant to be. It is his uh, communicator Sorry, that's calling. That's my little him. ringtone. And uh, yeah, so the movie came out in 1995. It had a lot of drama around it, and you're welcome to look look into that. um but it uh the the movie was it just it it has something in it. It's power Rangers. even though it's it has many flaws with script and characters and editing and there's uh, the actors' discrepancy between the show. there is something so perfect about that movie. The last song as they're sitting there watching the fireworks is like a perfect end to what that movie is. Mm. It's so good. It brings back so much nostalgia. And this ep- this episode is nostalgia. And um, that's what this is. This We're diving into nostalgia today. So with that, uh, Jared,
0: w- please tell me how this game works. <laughs> Can I tell you my fun fact? Or um, not my fun fact, but my... You have one more. Well, you asked me what i enjoyed most about power rangers and then talked about your thing and then oh. said, let's talk about the oh, rules. Okay, I thought we were talking about the movie, but yeah, go ahead. Please do and then we will move on. All right. Well, i remember one of my greatest memories was um this was one of my favorite toys, man. I actually had all the zords oh. that would morph together yes. into the megazord. Coolest thing ever. I that was hands down the coolest toy that i ever had. I don't know if there is a cooler toy. No. Uh, it still. was it was so great. I wish I could find it again because I I don't know what happened. My to My mom it, still has him. I have to bring that's them over. awesome, dude. I would. I remember playing in the backyard. Yeah. I just thought it was so cool. And uh, the swords, the blasters, the Zords. Yeah, we had the the action figures, the Zords, them coming together. It was it was awesome. So anyway, so that that was something I really enjoyed, and I just wanted to throw out there as yeah. well. Man, it was so much fun. I loved it. So good. All right. So let's talk about how to play this game. In Power Rangers Heroes of the Grid, each player is given a ranger to play. The players are given action tokens, an energy token, which acts as the currency of the game to be able to play your cards, a 10-card deck, and a ranger card with a unique special ability. Each round will consist of the players using their actions to move around the board, fight in battles, and to recover after said battles. The game adds minions, or in this case, they're referred to as foot soldiers, and monsters to the board over the course of the first three rounds of play and then at the beginning of the fourth round of play the evil master villain is revealed Uh. and attempts to set Angel Grove into a city-wide panic. Ah. When rangers participate in battles they use their unique deck of cards to perform various attacks but be careful that deck also represents your health. (laughs) If a ranger ever runs out of their draw deck they have been defeated and must temporarily return to the command center. If at any point all four locations become panicked or too many rangers are defeated, the players have lost. However, survive and defeat the evil master villain and the players become the heroes of Angel Grove. The The main
1: villain that's in, uh, or the boss that is in there is Rita. Do you know who else is in the box or? There's
0: four monsters. Okay. Uh, so you have Pudgy Pig, mm-hmm. Madam Woe, uh, Bones, mm-hmm. and and Nasty Knight.
1: Okay. And Reed is the boss. And Reed is the boss. There is not another boss in no, the base. Not in the base game. Okay. And you only play two monsters per game.
0: Yeah. So you have some flexibility mm-hmm. uh, with the monsters. Correct. Yeah. And the boss comes at the end. And
1: it's it's Reed is great. I mean, Reed is Rita. It's the OG. It's everything. Um, the but, dialed up to eleven ridiculousness. Yeah, yes. Yes. Now with this game, though, the each player will have uh, their own deck and that deck is everything it is it is does everything which is one of the cool parts of this is that you have a hero deck that's your life your defense and your attack and then some other extra yeah shenanigans that happen
0: and we will also sprinkle in other things as we go this game is quite involved as far as the various things that can happen during the game and so it's hard to cover it all in just the rules kind of overview yeah Um, There are plenty of how-to videos if you are more interested. And we'll link one or two of those for sure. Yeah, Um, But Ian is correct. The deck is the most important thing, and it's probably the most unique aspect of this game in that it is used for everything, and you can't even attack without the cards in that deck. Yeah. Uh, There's no just basic punch. You have to have cards. There's not. And so you will
1: draw... um, Really, the start of every turn, the heroes will use... uh, Multiple actions, depending on how many players there are, you'll use a, an, a certain allocated amount per game, uh, per round that you'll have to be able to move, uh, attack, recover. Recovering is is a way to replenish cards from your discard pile because the cards that you play each turn go to your discard pile and you cannot get them back unless you recover of some kind. There are certain game effects or card effects that allow you to maybe pull a couple cards back. But in general, you have, is it 10 cards? That's right. 10 cards in your deck. You will use those cards to do all of these things. And if your deck is low, that's your life. So if you have two cards in your draw pile, that's how much life you have. And if you have, you know, and there's a way to get those cards back, but you have to keep an eye out as the game progresses with that deck. And those monsters aren't waiting for you to recover. They are not. They are not. And so you'll use this deck again to attack those, the attack cards. That's what's so cool about this. Each character has. Their own style of attacking in many different ways.
0: Yeah, the, not only in their unique ability, which I mentioned before, but also each deck is completely unique, completely different.
1: Yeah, it, they all play very uniquely, which is so much fun when trying to do combos and look at all these different characters. Yeah. And it, like it, it adds so much. You have a lot of different options, um, and then you get to play the characters that you truly love. Which if you're a Red Ranger fan like Jared, then he gets to play the Red Ranger all the time. Um and so Not all
0: the time. I share. <laughs> I'm not
1: a I'm not a jerk. <laughs> that's right. He <laughs> The wealth around. But um yeah, no, it's it's that deck does everything. And that's that's kind of the the main uh that's that's most I mean, that's mostly the game. Um There's lots of dice chucking in this game, too. There is,
0: there is, but that's based it's reflecting off the cards. Sure. Yeah. So. All right, Ian. Uh, so I think that's I think that's enough to kind of give a, an okay picture. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, this is audio medium, and so we'll do the best we can. But <laughs> uh, let's talk about what we liked in this game. Yeah. Uh, yes. Do you want to go first? You want me to go? Yeah, I'll dive in. All right. I will say off the top, one of the coolest things, just from a game perspective, that I loved. I think so. I've played this game a variety of times at this point. And I've always enjoyed it, but there was a particular moment, I want to say three or four games in, that we, d- we were doing something and we're in the middle of a battle. Normally, it's one ranger gets to play a card and do a thing, and then the monsters go and you go back and forth. But the way the cards comboed off of each other, all five of us in that one turn got to play something before the monsters got to go. That's pretty cool. And so when you have a show that's all about coming together and friendship and the power of friendship, and it's all about the friends we made along the way and that's all that That's the point nonsense, of the show, honestly. It's so cool yeah. to have these decks uh, synergize, and not only synergize, but they, they each have a role to play. Yeah. I think that every deck can feel awesome, but they're going to feel awesome in very different ways. Mm-hmm. So in the base game, Billy is not going to feel awesome in trying to smack someone over the head because that's not what Billy does. Right. But Billy can be an awesome support for somebody else, and so just seeing that combat and that combo synergy, it, uh, it that sold me on the game yeah. right there. Yes. Uh,
1: no. The combos in this game with other care with other heroes, the other rangers. But what tends to happen even more frequently is within your own deck is that you'll get a card that allows you to play another card or use your hero's ability. I was playing one of the Rangers, and his ability was to re-roll dice when he dropped below uh, two cards in his hand. So this combo was that you play this card and another card together, boost its attack by one die, and then that dropped me down to two cards, which is the qualifier for this ability to work, and then I was able to roll three dice with a re-roll. I popped like three hits. Great combo. And this is the type of stuff that happens within this game because the decks themselves usually synergize within each other and so they allow for these combos to happen. Those decks are built for that in this game because like what you're saying is not you didn't even mean for this to be multiple times when we were playing. I played a card and then you played a card that boosted another card and it's like, oh, well, now I have to attack with this guy because he gets all the re-rolls and does this. And so it just, the combos kind of just flow out of each other. It's just crazy. Yeah,
0: it's really cool to see.
1: It very much feels like You are playing a Power Ranger.
0: Absolutely. No, I would completely agree with that. And I think, especially in these games where you take on the role of a specific character, Mm -hmm. it's that game's job to make you feel like you're playing that character and you step into that role. And I think this game does that really well. And we've played this game with people that don't know anything about Power Rangers.
1: absolutely, And they still have enjoyed it because the decks that the players are playing is a game within itself. The possibilities and decision making that you make turn to turn with your deck, it's very balanced and there's a lot of critical decisions that you have to make when choosing which cards to keep because on your turn, uh, when you make when you do an attack, you'll draw up to five cards. And so most of the time, sometimes you want to draw five, but other times you don't want all five cards in your hand because you need cards for defense too yeah. because you're going to get attacked by the villain or the foot soldiers or the boss or whatever. And so you need defense. So you can't draw all the cards because you only have 10. And if you draw five, that's half of them. And you need to defend or there's cards that, you know, you want to be able to draw some cards and all this stuff. So that aspect of the game, it's not just a game that has a really good theme and that's it. This game has a lot of very interesting cooperative aspects as the players are really truly working together against the villain. And when it, when it's the villain's turn, uh, you know, they pop out kind of, you know, like any cooperative games, they kind of flood the board with with things that you have to overcome. Um, the foot soldiers come out. I love all the different foot soldiers that are in the game. Uh, I think putties and... Is it Z's? Z putties are in the base? So, and
0: No, so in the base game, it's original putties and super putties yeah, the su- that are in the base putties, yeah what. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, and so they're a lot of fun. Um, and then the monsters will pop out and they're much stronger. And the really cool thing about this is when you're, you know, you face like... You know, a couple putties. Their cards are, are okay. Their attacks are, you know, they do look like a couple damage here and there. But then the the game really ramps up. I love this the ramping effect between the foot soldiers to monsters to boss. It is a really good balance. And that's what you're looking for when you're looking in a cooperative game. You're looking for that kind of ramp up because you wanna have an like an easy first to two turns, uh one first turn and second turn you really wanted people to kind of get the flow of it kind of get kind of rhythm and it really works with the the foot soldiers because that's all that comes out on that first turn right and so you're kind of kind of beating up you're kind of figuring it out they're kind of beating back a little bit and then a monster drops they have very special abilities based on their deck they give a little deck of cards that you'll pull and then with the boss it's like it takes the monster an annoyance level and quadruples it with the amount that happens to you.
0: Well, and it's cool, too, because how well you manage the board along the way to the boss sets up how close the game is going to be to finish up. Because mm-hmm. if you go into turn four and you have not managed the board well, Oof. then uh, Oof. it could be a mess really quick. Like going in without, your, without morphing. Uh, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Exactly
1: like that. <laughs> the the one thing i do um and and i mentioned this so each foot soldier when you go to defeat these uh figures on the board you'll flip cards based on how many are at each location right within those cards they have health points and then an ability um and, and the abilities range from attacking you to dealing damage discarding cards whatever mm-hmm. with each of those like i said the the foot soldiers to to monsters to boss you'll be attacking specific cards. For each foot soldier card that you defeat, you remove one figure. The boss though or the monster, excuse me. You have to defeat what four four cards.
0: Well, for the monsters it's four. Yeah. And for the boss it's six. Six cards. And you can't see six cards in one fight, so you got to do two fights yeah. on that last on that fourth round. So you can defeat a monster
1: in one a, one attack because you'll flip four cards. But those four cards are so strong, so strong. It's not like, that's just like a whole other level of the foot soldiers. And then when you get to the boss, yes, you flip four. You have to defeat those four. But then you have to do a whole other attack and start all over. And there's probably more foot soldiers that you have to defeat too. And then you don't just flip two. Even though you have to defeat six cards total, you have to de- flip four more cards which do terrible, terrible things. <laughs> terrible, terrible things. Yes. And so you end up flipping a total of eight cards on the boss. That's right. And so, like I said, that ramping is is just a unique aspect of this game that I haven't really seen in uh, many other co-ops. I've, there's plenty of other co-ops that you attack things and whatnot, but that style of ramping where the cards are very... It does progress on what type of care, um villain that you're attacking... Makes it that much stronger on top of those card abilities are also really strong.
0: Well, and it's interesting you've been mentioning that because as you've been talking through that, I've kind of been thinking about it. I was like, you know, you start out as a Power Ranger, you start out with your powers, so you're already awesome on turn one. I remember when we first started playing, we were like, oh yeah, we, you know, we cleared a couple areas. That was cool. To the expectation is board better be cleared on turn one. Yeah. Because when the monsters come out turn two, it's getting real. Yeah. Um, And so what my point with that is that you don't, continue to be you you don't ramp at the same rate that the game does no and so it becomes a grind that you have to learn how to manage really well yeah um over the course of the game you do get zords uh, that come alongside as companions uh they give an extra special ability that you can work with your group with which are great they really they can change the game they do um but it i don't think it keeps pace with Mm -mm. how much it ramps for the bad guys and so it is not as simple as oh I'm just going to keep leveling up my character and it's just going to be OP at the end. Right. No, you're you're grinding to the end and you're going to look around and be like, well, we're either going to do it or this is the end. Yeah. And that's just
1: how it goes. The only the only ramping that the players have is getting to know their deck a little better and knowing what combo they want and managing that deck and yeah. managing it for sure. And then the Zords, they add like a little extra abilities for the players. Some of them are really good, you know, and and whatnot, but. In general, yes, that ramping is is a steep climb for the villains. The heroes it's kind of just a nice little slow little steady, you know, steady hill
0: at walking pace. Yep. where the villains are over here parkour sprinting. Yeah. <laughs> no, parkour is good. That's Park, right. Parkour. Very much in line with the martial arts I like it.
1: <laughs> and and that's that no, that's that's what you want in a and yeah. in a cooperative game that is what I want. Because I don't want Every game to be super easy, I want to lose. I never well, I take that i don't want to lose. I want to feel like I achieved something and yeah. conquered something and if the game if i'm just walking through a game, that does mean no good right that does mean no good
0: I mean I'll jump in there and say i I think that there are cooperative games that I do want to lose from time to time. Mm-hmm. Because that makes the victory that much better, right? Whereas if I cakewalk through it every time, I'm like, this isn't even really a game.
1: Yeah, we're just hanging out. And I feel like, in general, I think we have won this game a lot more than we've lost. But a lot it's of been close, a, man. A lot of games are really tight. Yeah. The most recent game, honestly, we we defeated the first four cards of the villain or the boss, and then we flipped the next four, and we thought it was over based off how much damage that we had to do and how much attack they were doing and losing yep. cards i
0: i thought it was over and we ended up we got we got really lucky with uh some of the dice rolls Yes. and we figured out a strategy to pull it out but i it did not look good when yeah. we, when we turned that second set my gosh i i i was pretty depressed
1: i had to pull my pull my mind together yeah we had to focus get my focus attitude up. out of the dumps there you go and and morph into a, a better that attitude, attitude. Yeah. that's
0: it yes <laughs>
1: But uh, Can you guys tell we like this game. <laughs> <laughs> so so with that, I guess. Do you have anything else that you want to say about the likes? Because that kind of, I have something as we're talking about that it's bringing me up to something that I'm.
0: Um, I'll throw in a couple quick things here, and we'll just let you take over uh, with what you've got. I really like a good dice chucker, even though I suck at rolling dice. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like the randomness when you're in this battle in this epic and. You have this not only do you have the bad guys to overcome, you've got to overcome some luck with the dice rolls and blah blah blah. Uh and then for those
1: who don't know, Jared is the worst dice roller on the planet. It's pretty bad. It the planet. He is the worst. I it's because he doesn't believe in the heart of the dice, in my Even opinion. Even though
0: I tell everybody else to. Yes. Exactly. You don't believe, but I try. Yes. I'm learning. <laughs> we had a stretch tonight. <laughs> Where I carried us based on my belief in the heart of the dice. That's true. See, I'm, I've I've challenged you. Yes. And you've overcome I, the challenge. I appreciate that challenge. <laughs> um, another thing that I really like is that there's not specified turns. There's a player round and mm-hmm. there is a monster round. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that you can have a ranger do one thing and then another Ranger do another thing, or that Ranger might do all of their things to see how that changes the board state. And then everyone else responds to it. Yeah. And there's always, you have the option to strategize and move tactically the way that you want to. Mm Hmm. I really like that. Yeah. I don't like being beholden to a turn order mm-hmm. when it doesn't really make sense. And yeah. so the fact that all rangers can kind of go at their pace is great. And another thing I will say, just from a like gameplay perspective, there's lots of ways to modify the difficulty in this game. Mm-hmm. So all of the locations have a base, uh, just the name of the location, but you can flip it over and it adds more to the game. Uh, some positive effects, some negative effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's ways to ramp up The amount of foot soldiers that come out. Uh, So there's just, there's a lot of good ways to make the game more difficult if you want that. Mm. I think at some point it kind of breaks down. But overall, um, it continues to be a challenge even after many plays. And that's, I can't say that for a lot of co ops. Yeah. And so that, yeah, that brings into uh, what I don't like.
1: When you're attacking, you have to play certain cards that are attack card specific. And so I feel like some hero or some of the power rangers don't have as many attack cards in their deck. And that, that's something that's, that can be an, you know a good thing. But when you're trying to play with a larger group and you can only spread them out so much and that player really hasn't played before. And there's a lot of synergies within that deck. It's hard to find because they're just looking, I need to attack and they don't, they don't have attack cards because you have to play in a card that has an attack and some usually has to be cheap because it does require energy for some of the higher cost cards. And then on top of that, you have to roll dice in, in, each attack is different. It says how many dice you need to roll, but you'll roll that many dice, and that's the luck part. Uh, is that some people it just you just didn't hit that night, and it just didn't your dice weren't rolling right, and that can really hurt the team uh, because so much of this is rolling right. And there's some things you can do to get re rolls and whatnot, but uh, a lot of the time you do rely a little bit on that dice roll, and so that that can be kind of a challenge. And the one thing that really bothers me about this is as expansions have come out and, and the base game, all, I think all the hero, all the, the Rangers are very strong. Um, they each feel like a, a hero and in something that can do something. But as more Rangers have come out and there's a lot of different ones, especially again, I, I grew up on uh, Power Rangers in space. I, we played through the Power Rangers in Space Rangers, and Andros was so bad. The Red Ranger from Space they put in this game. His deck just did not work. It was it it didn't feel strong for a Red Ranger, and it was disappointing. It's, and I finished that experience kind of disappointed because I was like, "This is supposed to be a strong Ranger, the strongest of the group, and honestly, feels like the weakest of the group." And so that was super frustrating because it's just honestly, I'd rather you just and it, and it's tough because you're you're trying to balance out decks, but just make them all strong, and then you can ramp up with the villain part. That's in my mind, you can always ramp up with the villain part and making heroes we, weaker in any game. If you if you're you know the good side of the the player side, if you're making that very as a variability and how good they are, that I don't, I'm not necessarily fond of that, um, a little bit of differentiation is fine, but I don't like it when it, this is an obvious bad deck, or bad hero, or whatever, not a huge fan of that. that, that did bother me, especially when it was a character that I really love, so whatever, but I'll get over myself, that was just something that is frustrating, um, is that some of the decks are not, balance as far as strength and that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to just attack It that's not what bothers me it's that it just wasn't a good deck like they just threw it out there for money or whatever it, That that's the one thing that really bothers me um, and then length this game can take a while um, I mean you're looking over two hours for two people and we play
0: we play two rangers per player Yeah, so it's really a four player game yeah um but it i have yeah i have yet to play this game and it take under two hours and it 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 shouldn't take that long no and i think some of that is on us for the way that we like to play where we try to optimize everything but i still don't i think even if we just you know threw caution to the wind and went for it i still think you're at two hours
1: yeah it's it's a long it's a long time it doesn't feel like a long time when you're playing because there's a lot of decision making. But I was
0: gonna say, if you have the time to kill, you are not gonna be bored. No, in this game, you, you are gonna be into it. You are gonna look up at the clock later and be like, "Oh, yeah, I didn't realize." But, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, every, every time it is long.
1: Every time I at the end of it, I'm like, "Man, it took that long," and and that's good. That's a good thing. But that it's just a long time to commit to a game. Um, because it's tough when, if you start late in the night, if you're having a game night, it's just tough because that's, you know, you're looking at, if you're looking at a couple new people, that's over a three hour commitment. And that is a, that's a long game. With it's teaching. a big ask, especially for new people. Yeah. Teaching, uh, oof, that's not a family game night, like event. Uh, so that, that's something that, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Honestly, I, not sure what you would do to fix that. It's just part of the game because you only play like really four turns. Well, four rounds. Four, but yeah. Yeah, four rounds. Um,
0: maybe five if you get around to it. Unlikely. It can happen depending on the board state, yeah. but that's not going to save your time. No. It's going to make it go longer. <laughs> so, yeah. But only four rounds. You end up,
1: yeah, I mean, that's almost 45 minutes a, a round. So yeah. that's crazy. When you start putting the math on it, it's it's a lot. But um, again, the time kind of flies, and it's not like you're sitting there waiting for somebody to finish their turn for your turn to come. It the turns are connected together right. as players, so it that time kind of does pass together, and it, instead of an individual taking individual turns within that of making it feel like it's taking forever, it doesn't sure. feel like that, but it does take a while
0: yeah i i cannot argue with the length critique at all because like i said it's it has always been that way i've tried it a number of ways we have the extra dice pack we've said so everyone a lot of has dice i know the game inside and out um i have given new players the best rangers and be like here just have fun and no matter what you do it's it's just a longer game and yeah. that's just part of it. And I know that's going to turn some people away and that's a bummer because it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so the, the expansion pack thing is tricky, uh, cause I definitely understand where they're coming from mm-hmm. with, with, uh, wanting to get all these different Rangers and monsters and everything else out there. Um, but I think you do have to kind of pick and choose what works best, uh, as far as what you're interested in. I would not feel like I got a good enough value if I only had the base game. I feel like I would work through that pretty quickly. Yeah, um, there's only one boss. Yeah, and so I I would feel like I kind of ran through it after a couple of plays. Like mm. I, I, you can mix up the monsters, which is cool. So you've got to have some combinations there, but it's always Rita. Yeah, on Renegade's website, they have a Kickstarter exclusive box. Yeah, so it's not really exclusive, but it was okay. for the original Kickstarter. Yeah. Um, I, I would highly recommend that. It adds a lot of extra monsters and uh, villains and really gives the variety that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But that's an extra sunk cost that you're talking about. Right. So there is a critique there for me of, well, I want to buy the base game, but now I've also got to buy this other thing too. To And you can buy that later. Like mm-hmm. I, I think you can get a solid... Oh. 100 percent 10 plays out of the base game yes. before it starts to feel samey you can yes you should if
1: you're if you're interested definitely start with the base no, then, yeah i don't then, feel like it's a requirement yeah. on the front no, end. you and if i mean if you're going to get a couple plays a year out of it then then you're, maybe you're you don't yeah you don't need anything more than that if you really if you enjoy it and it's just not going to make it to the table because it's longer but right um so what, what like as far as player count so what's the math it's two to
0: five Two to five with the uh, with a couple of the expansions, you can get up to six. OK, um, and there's rules in the base game for how to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's you can buy any there's a variety of like different ranger packs or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can buy any ranger pack at a six player mm-hmm. and it's and they're ready to go right away. Yeah. Uh, for me, I would say that uh, the best that I have seen this game is at three players. OK, with three each ranger gets that extra action token. So they get to do more, um, by themselves. So with three players, they, there's three action tokens. Three actions. Okay. Wow. But also it, it feels there's just enough to feel like you can work together as a team. Yeah. And it's probably the most difficult spot too. Yeah. Uh, which I like, I like that in a cooperative game where it's more difficult. Mm -hmm. I think for most people four is going to be the spot that fits the best. Um, it's not overly crowded. Mm-hmm. But it's also got enough people to work together yeah. to kind of cover the board. I do like four. I like three and four, honestly.
1: Uh, and then when we played two players, we basically played it like a four-player game. So
0: yeah, the two. I really don't like the two-player rules. Um, I, they're just not for me. I will say though, like I talked about to open on the what we liked. Man, when you have five people around the table mm-hmm. and they all combo together, there's few feelings in in tabletop that feel that good. Yeah, yeah, and so.
1: No, I I would say I I really do enjoy three to four. I I yes, the five player like shenanigans that go on and combos, great. But I'd, it's another player. Yeah, I and it adds the length because then you got somebody else taking action. Yeah, yeah. I prefer three to four, um, in general on this. Um, so yeah, but uh, so does it have a solo variant? No. Okay. No, you 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 really need, um, two or three players. Okay. Yeah, so no no real true solo uh, option unless there's something on BGG, but yeah. it's, it's just not something that
0: really works here. Before we jump into grading, um, I did want to circle back around because there's one thing I think that we missed. The art and the minis in this game mm-hmm. are super cool. Yeah. We're talking about chonky miniatures. Yes. Big time. They're awesome. They're huge. They're really easy to see. Yeah. They, when you hold them, man, I... I will never forget holding, of all things, the monster pudgy pig. Oh, yes. This big pig ball with a fork (laughs) and a knife. It's so good. It's so awesome. It's so good. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so it's great. Uh, the the artist did a great job. It's got a very comic booky kind of feel. Totally uh, to the art, and I I think it's some of the best art that I've seen on Power Rangers.
1: Yeah, Daniel, what uh, Mora? That's correct. Um, and the designer is Jonathan Ying. Yep. Uh, he did Imperial Salt also. Yeah, uh, just that. <laughs> yeah, that alone. Great game, GI Joe uh, Mission Critical, which I've not played. Um, and then Doom and some other other uh titles, uh, and then Renegade uh renegade games is really big right now between you have clank uh, the raiders of the north sea and architects of the west kingdom and gi like they they have a lot of titles out right now that are very good games
0: yeah renegade's really big and they're going to continue to grow mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting i really liked rooting for renegade when they were that underdog company yeah no <laughs> um i mean they've done some really good things yeah it, it's just it's changed a little bit but, yep. um no I'm, I'm really happy for the IPS that they have and the the things that they're doing
1: yeah no they they're doing a lot of good things they have the financial support to to continue to put out expansions in this game sure. and and packs and heroes and I mean heck they have a Tommy Oliver pack which I highly recommend all of the Tommy Olivers are great in that I'm like oh my goodness um, so they just have they have a lot of a lot of content of this game and yes the art incredible it fits it's perfect for what Power Rangers is it it fits it so well mm-hmm. on top of the monsters and the the miniatures are all really big it's not like you're playing with tiny little miniatures these miniatures are huge they're massive huge miniatures compared to plenty of other games that you would want the miniatures to be bigger this like quadruples that size this is it's they're huge and it's great because you always know can tell what's on the board there's no like sometimes the the putties can kind of be mixed but if you know if you play the game a couple of times you can easily spot them because the miniatures are big enough to see the detail and see what the difference is uh, which is great so
0: alright so now we can segue back into our uh, grading and final thoughts I yeah. just wanted to add that in there really yeah, quick I get, I want to talk about that. well what do you think Jared <laughs> <laughs> what do you think so just as a like Peek behind the curtain. Whenever we get to this part, I always go see if I've rated this game on BGG just to kind of see where I was and where I'm at and all that good stuff. Yeah. What do we got? I think in this case, um, I actually agree with myself. So I remember when I first bought this game mm. out of sheer excitement and love, I gave it a ten out of ten. <laughs> uh, but that is since we've we've come back down to planet Earth. Okay. Um, I'm going to give this game an eight out of ten. Yeah. I would describe this game. Uh, this to me has the same level of enjoyment as when I used to have uh, Halo. Like people over to play Halo, and we would all connect our Xboxes to each other and we'd have back to back TVs. Yeah, it was like a big thing, and it was like this big event where you're putting all this work in to make the event happen. The event takes a really long time because you want to commit to you know making sure that you get enough game time in after all the work that you just did. Yep, and I think everyone just has a great time. I do think. I know for me, the game, t- the game length keeps it on the shelf more than on the table, which I uh, am a little sad about, but it is what it is. Um, but I know every single time I bring it out, it is just an absolute blast. I even said it to you tonight after we were done playing. I was so thankful that you talked me out of selling it because <laughs> we, when we went through that, that time with uh, the space expansion mm. and we just, we sat there after the game, we were like, man, we're just so disappointed in this expansion. Like, do we, do I just move on from it at this point? Because we've kind of gotten our plays out of it and I, I don't want it to just sit here. Um, but I liked that we took a break. This was not like we played it between those two times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like a couple times or so, but yeah, yeah, but man, every time it comes out, I'm just like, oh yeah, that's why I love this game Yeah, and it, it's so good. Yeah. I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, I think we, during COVID we had played this game a lot. Um, we got a, our fair share of, of plays. It was
0: every, with, it was every single time you came over. We were playing this game. Yeah. I think
1: like once a month, I'd come over with like two other people. We'd keep it, you know, six feet apart, and uh, <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> six feet
1: at a six foot table with only less than six people. So, yes. um, but uh, yeah, we got. A, I think we wore it out a little bit. It was the hot thing, yeah, for us, yeah. And so we did get a get it, you know. Now to, as you sit back and, and get. Get get it back to the table. It it kind of you kind of notice all the good things and bad things, but you notice the things you do truly love about this game. Yeah, Uh, yeah, this is a solid eight out of ten, like hundred percent. I know that's a great number. That's 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 what I would give it. It's it does everything that I want to do in a cooperative game. It does it obviously a little longer, uh, but in cooperative games, I think you can go longer and it'd be okay. There's not really anything to compare it to. Um, yeah, that's pretty unique in what it does. I would compare it to when I was a child, a young boy in the backwoods of Tennessee. Uh-huh. As I had my friend over, uh, he was his name was Jordan, and he had every Power Ranger toy. Wow. On the planet, wow. like he was more diehard than me, and he would bring his toys over uh, the the blasters and and the axe and whatever. He would bring it over. I had some. We'd go play either in the toy room or outside, and we would play for hours. That is what this game for me relates to: is that you you just you bring your toys and you sit at the table or sit on the floor and you just have fun and you play together. And usually, there's some minion or whoever you're defeating, but it's mostly just fun. Yep. And and that's really what this is this this game is full of nostalgia if you love power rangers and if you're willing to give it a try it is also a great solid game it's a great board game it does everything that a co-op should do um it's got great balance it's got great ramping for the villains you can turn it up or turn it down on on the difficulty level it just does everything that a co-op should do so i would i would give it a chance um yeah eight out of ten for sure for me I, i think that sits right. It really sits right. It's not perfect, um and there's there's obviously issues. If you don't like Power Rangers at all Listen, if you've made it to this point in this episode yeah. and you don't like Power Rangers,
0: yeah. thank I, you. I applaud you. Yeah, like, thank this you. This is insane.
1: We we that appreciate uh, that uh, we appreciate you so much for uh sticking it sticking out. it out for however long this is. I mean, heck that's probably like forty five minutes in at this point, so Uh, (laughs) but uh, no thank you so much Um, but yes Power Rangers it's a great game it really is uh, the game itself but also the just the theme behind it
0: yeah I think that's well said well hey to that one person who doesn't like Power Rangers and has made it this far and also to all the rest of you thank you so much for listening it has been a joy once again to do this with you And to have you at our table. If you do have feedback or want to give us your thoughts on the game, we would love to hear from you. All of our socials and our email are linked in the description. Uh, We would absolutely appreciate it if you could leave us uh, that five star review, follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our podcast. All of these heroic actions are immensely helpful in growing this podcast. Very special thanks to Angie Santiago for our cover art and to Anna Snyder who made the music. And until next time, May your dice rolls and your card draws be blessed and your experiences at the table be ones to remember forever. It's Morphin' Time. Dun, 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 dun.